Welcome back to another BizBite episode of the E-Commerce Badassery Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo-Coster. I missed you guys last Thursday, but business happened. And you know, sometimes you just gotta let something go to focus on what matters most at the moment. This is a reminder all of us could use once in a while. Each quarter in the lounge, we hold a week-long quarterly planning workshop where we work through the yearly ops and marketing calendar together to look back at our progress over the previous three months and set our big three goals for the months ahead. If you're not already doing this sort of planning in your e-commerce business, consider this the kick in the pants you might need to sit down and get it done. Now, this process starts with digging into our numbers and identifying which KPIs we want to focus on. But that's more than we can get into today. Check out episode 93, where I break down all the calculations you need to know. For today, I just want to focus on the big projects or the to-dos you're going to add to your list. And when it comes to deciding what those things are going to be, I want you to think about how you can start setting yourself up for success in Q4. Yes, Q4. And why are we thinking about this already? Well, there are two reasons. One, because Q3 is summertime and we often have a lot of other things that pull our attention away from our businesses. Maybe you're a parent who will have kids home all day or you have vacations planned. Even if you have a solid team to help you do all the work, they're usually requesting time off too, and it can be really hard to keep everyone in sync and on track. Secondly, this allows you to use Q3 to strategize and plan for Q4. So you can be well ahead of the game, leaving you free to focus on just running your business and making money at the end of the year. Now, of course, what you focus on specifically is going to be different than the business next to you because you're all at different stages with different goals, etc. But let me give you a few examples of how this might apply to you and hopefully you'll get the wheels turning. The first one is email list growth. Honestly, no matter where you're at in your business, this should be on your agenda for Q2. The majority of your Q4 sales are going to come from those customers who engage with you in the first half of the year. Get them on your list now so you have a ton of time to build a relationship with them. If you've been wanting to implement a quiz for list growth, now's a great time to do it. This is also a great time to work on your overall email marketing strategy. If you've been slacking, Q2 is a great time to get back in the groove, start testing out some things, and get people used to receiving emails from you again. I was just talking to a lounge member the other day whose main focus this year is PR coverage and holiday gift guides. So she'll be spending her time making sure she has everything ready to go for when it's time to start pitching. She's researching the publications, getting her affiliate program set up, and investing in some support to help her get it all done. She's also looking to up her wholesale game this year. So she's going to participate in FAIR's virtual summer trade show so she can build some new relationships and give retailers an opportunity to get to know her products so they'll be primed to come back for repeat purchases for the holidays. The trade show takes place in Q3, but she can use Q2 to prep for it. And I honestly didn't even know it was a thing. Someone told her, she told me, and now I'm telling you. Q2 is also a great time to practice the product launch process in your business. If you've got a new seasonal collection coming out, create a pre-launch event so you can gather some insight into what does and doesn't work for your audience. 
Website upgrades or optimization is also a great focus right now if you didn't do it in Q1. I just did a 2.0 migration for a client, which included a lot of data migration to meta fields for things like product filters. It was a lot of work, but now we're able to tap into Shopify search and filter app and eliminate a paid app she was using. For you, website optimization might look like cleaning up your products and getting rid of things that don't sell, refreshing your images, optimizing your best sellers, or working on SEO. Another lounge member focused heavily on optimizing the shopping journey for her best-selling product, including featuring it more heavily on her homepage and her social content, and even creating a follow-up email sequence to her welcome just to sell that product. Now that she's got that all in place, she'll continue down the line for her other top performing products. Again, what exactly you should be working on is going to vary and be specific to your business and goals. Think big picture as much as possible and figure out what is going to serve you for the rest of the year. If you need help figuring that out, book a strategy call. It's a quick and easy way to get my brain on your business so you know your best next steps. And that's a wrap. I hope this got your wheels turning. I hope you're having an amazing day and I'll see you on the flip side, friend.